What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is about dating, my most asked about topic, my most requested topic. I don't know what it is about our love lives that is so infatuating and drives us so crazy. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I love love. I'm a romantic through and through. I don't like super mushy or too cheesy stuff, but I love romance, Valentine's Day, rom-coms, roses, romance novels, but like the ones with drama and real characters. I love authors like Lucy Score, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Danielle Steele, Nicholas Sparks vibes. I know Nicholas Sparks is like borderline mushy. He's like right on the line for me, but like his stories have like just enough suspense and real life situations and like real life people that I do enjoy them and they're like not too cheesy. And I'm talking about like his book specifically. Nicholas Sparks movies do like cross that mush line for me. His books are so much better and more realistic than the movies in my opinion. But of course, The Notebook will forever be one of the greatest romance movies of all time, but I still think the book is better. (laughs) Said all that to say, I love love. I will be talking about dating well, red and green flags, having a tie to each their own, dating in today's world, all the things. I have a different episode on how to get over a breakup if that's where you are. You can listen to that if you haven't already. I went through a breakup last summer. It was really calm, nothing crazy, but I have been in love before only once and not with the same guy that I broke up with last year, but with someone else. So I definitely know what it's like to be in love with someone who you can't be with, whether it's because of long distance or the timing's not right or life circumstance, whatever the case is. If you're dealing with a breakup, or heartbreak I've been there you'll get through it and you are not alone I need to hear you guys' thoughts on dating in 2023. Like specifically, if you're in your 20s, DM me your experiences and thoughts on my Instagram because the trend like currently going on around that I'm seeing from women, not sure if this is specific to black women or not, like it could be, I'm not sure, but there's a literal trend happening right now. There's tons of videos and posts and podcasts from women with the theme that there is, quote, piss in the dating pool. Now, I'm not someone who believes that men are trash. I'm not the one who's going to be male bashing the brothers and going back and forth and having all these debates about who needs to do what or trying to label the type of man that's out here today. Personally, I think there's always (laughs) been piss in the dating pool. I don't think that's a new thing Um, specific. Like, I don't think it's a new thing that's specific, like just to this generation. However, I do think that like today with social media and dating apps and just having all this access and more um, options right at your fingertips, that's why the dating world now seems worse than before. I'll also say that another huge difference in dating right now is the gender roles and like and traditional versus non-traditional standards. Today, in general, women are killing it in the workforce and making more money than ever before. So that can be a factor. But again, women being independent is not a new thing. So I think that some of the stuff that's coming up with women having an issue in the dating world, like these aren't new things. I do think that like the Internet exaggerates all of the problems that have already been there and creates new problems. When it comes to dating, I'm someone who believes it's all about what you as an individual want and what you specifically are looking for. I can't tell you what a man or woman should or shouldn't do or should or shouldn't have because what I'm okay with 
someone having or not having is going to be different from you. Generally speaking, there are traits that are pretty expected expected across the board that everyone pretty much agrees with things like being respectful being kind caring but some people don't even care if their partner has those traits so there really is no one size fits all when it comes to what everyone should be looking for or the traits that everyone should have the best piece of advice I can give is to know what you want write it down get clear what are you willing to compromise on what are your non-negotiables and not settling for things behaviors personalities that you don't really want I also have a different episode on settling that you can check out but get clear about what you do and don't want what you're okay and not okay with and what you're willing to overlook or work on. If you've never read the book, read Steve Harvey's book, Think Like a Man, I cannot recommend it enough. Of course, it's not Bible, take everything with a grain of salt, but Steve Harvey shares so much wisdom and insight from the male perspective. It's so important to understand and recognize that men and women are genetically different. I am totally in support of non-binary identifying as whatever gender you see fit for you. This is a judgment-free zone. All are welcome. But there is no denying that scientifically in basic terms of biology, the gender we are assigned at birth, whether it's male or female, men and women are two different species. We are built differently. We think and operate and feel and process differently. That's just a fact. And I love the book Think Like a Man because Steve Harvey does a great job, in my opinion, and in the opinions of millions of other people around the world who love the book and agree. He breaks down and really dissects how most men work. Now, like I said before, one size does not fit all and everything he writes does not apply to every single man. We know that. But in general terms, he does an excellent job at just talking about relationships and dynamics from the male perspective and just observing men and being around the men in my own life. I have seen that most of what he writes in that book is so true and it has helped me to have better relationships with men in general. I have a better understanding about how they how they operate and how they see things and do certain things that a lot of women often don't understand or don't like or aren't okay with. He just puts it all in very plain terms. That's very digestible. It's easy to read. It's one of those books that you'll want to keep going, like going back to and going through more than once at different times in your life. And he tells his own story as well. I do not take advice from people who have not been there, done that for themselves. I try not to ever share advice on here about things that I'm not doing or have done in my own life. Um, But I got that book for myself for Valentine's Day like four years ago. I recommend reading it the sooner the better, especially if you get frustrated in dating and feel overwhelmed. It helped me to be more patient and just have a better approach and understanding in a lot of areas. In dating, know what you want and don't settle for less. Communicate. Remember that no one can read your mind. What are you willing to compromise on? What are your non-negotiables? Know that you can have what you want. Be very honest with yourself and with who you're dating. Do you want to date more than one person at a time? Are you okay dating someone who's dating other people or do you want them to only be seeing you? Do you communicate that? 
Remember that red and green flags are personal preference. Green flags for me are for the person to be a Christian, believe in Jesus, either have been raised in church, go to church, just knows what church is in general. Um, be open-minded, non-judgmental, be easygoing, have a good sense of humor, doesn't take himself too seriously, knows when to be serious and when to be more relaxed, respectful, polite. How does he treat his mom and the other women in his life? I... Um, prefer obviously that he has a job and enjoys what he's doing, has a plan for his vision for his life, is health conscious, exercise, nutrition. And it's not just about how they look physically, but if I'm going to be with someone and be with this person long term, health is a literal factor in long term life. So I look at do they go to the doctors? Men, especially black men, are stereotypically like scared or don't prioritize going to the doctors, but I want to be with someone who at least goes to a yearly checkup, is not scared of going to the doctors. If I'm going to be with you, I want to be with you for as long as possible. And that means taking care of yourself and doing things you might not want to or feel like doing. Red flags for me are basically just the opposite of all my green flags. And so if they're disrespectful, if they're too serious or too quick to judge, if they have no interest in God or church, if he does not have a vision for his life, if he doesn't know where he's going, if he does not prioritize his health, those are like all red flags for me. So get clear about what you specifically would like in a partner. Now, what you're, not what your parents tell you to get or not what your friends tell you to look for. They don't have to date and eventually spend their lives with that person. You do. And so be honest and clear about what you truly do and don't want, what you're willing to compromise on, what your non-negotiables are, and what you'll let slide. If you don't have any boundaries about who you let in your space, people will just be walking in and out of your life and doing whatever they want. It's your job to be clear about what's acceptable and not acceptable for you. Love bombing is also a red flag for me. Like, don't tell me you're in love with me on the first date. <laughs> like, like not seriously, you know? Like, if he's joking, that's obviously fine. But being too serious too fast when we don't even know each other is just such a turnoff for me. If anyone's confused, love bombing is basically when the person you're talking to is coming on way too strong, way too fast. Like I said, when they're, like, madly in love with you before the check even comes on the date. <laughs> like... And love at first sight does happen. I'm not shaming knowing like right off the bat that that per that someone's your person when they're just rushing and seem like fully consumed by you and aren't like taking a breather or aren't giving you like a little space. If they're just sending like all the paragraphs 24 seven and they don't even really know you, I don't trust that. Like those are the people who nine times out of 10, they get what they want if you fall for that. And then they act completely different as time goes on. So be cautious of the too much too soon Question if they're taking the time to actually get to know you and they're not being needy or desperate. I feel like women are guilty or always seen as being needy, but I have dated men who are so used to the girl wanting to be in their face 24-7 and never leaving them alone that they have no idea what to do when a girl is not pressed and she has her own life and is doing her own thing. Being super needy and super dependent just usually is off-putting for both sides, um, remember that timelines are completely up to you. Do not let 
anyone rush you or make you feel bad for not following their schedule if it's not what you want. And if you want to move to a next step, but the other person doesn't want to, you have to be honest with yourself and and with them and ask if that's a deal breaker for you. If you want to, for example, if you want to get married in two years and you've been dating someone for two years and they're not ready to get married, do you want to let them go or do you want to wait? And don't resent people for being honest or being um, ready or not being ready. It sucks, of course, to not be on the same page as someone, but it sucks even more to keep wasting time with someone who doesn't want the same things that you want, who doesn't want the same life as you. So just remember when it comes to timelines and dating and, you know, how you how fast or slow you want to move things. That is a personal preference. That is, you know, your choice. And you do have to communicate that. And, you know, you can't always get mad at the other person if they're not they don't want to move as fast or as slow as you do. Just, you know, make the decision, decide whether or not you want to move on. That's being mature and don't stay in something that, you know, like deep down, you don't want to stay in. Um, And don't try to change that other person if you know that that's not what they want, because both of you are going to end up mad (laughs) later down the line. It's just not worth it. While you're dating, be clear about your boundaries and what you're looking for and ask them what they are looking for, where they want this to go. You know, have that talk like, is this just for fun? Do you want long term? If it's just a fling, are you cool with that? In the beginning, of course, I like to just keep things light, just get to know the person. Um, People always debate about when to bring up more serious stuff like marriage, kids, money. That all depends, again, on how fast you personally are trying to move. Finances are pretty easy to gauge most of the time, depending on how the dates go and just um, spending time with them, seeing more of their routines and their daily lives. You can kind of pretty much gauge where a person is financially just um, just by spending time with them. Everyone has their type. They have their list. Um, Also be open and leave room for the person to be different from what you expected. What are the most important boxes that you really need them to check off? And what are the things that you're okay with them not having, whether that's physical or material? Also think about, do you care about age? For me, I don't really care about age anymore. My typical type has always been dating older guys. I graduated high school early. I started college early. I've always been told that, you know, I have more of an old soul. I am Gen Z. I'm 24 years old, but I have never been like, I feel like I've never like, quote unquote, like acted my age. Um, I've never been into partying or staying out super late or hookup culture, drinking a ton. Like, I love to have fun, but not like hitting the bars every night fun. I like more travel, going to good shows, movies, concerts. I go to bed early. I don't like eating late at night. Like, basically the grandma of my my friend group, if you will. Like, (laughs) I will go out late, but it has to be worth it. Even on the weekends, I prefer like a good brunch or day drinking over going out at night, which um, I'm seeing actually more and more people my age. I'm not doing like all of this stereotypical, reckless, like 20 year old stuff. And so I can't even say that I don't act my age anymore because a lot of people who are my age are, you know, very much more into um, things like going to bed earlier and focusing on work and not partying all the time. And so, you know, the, uh, the world is changing. I think it's because like health and wellness is so big right now. But said all that to say. Um, older guys, 
said all that to say I've always had more in common like lifestyle wise with older guys than with guys who are my age but I have dated men my age and honestly there's not much of a difference a lot of men are immature at 25 and a lot of men are immature at 35 that goes for both men and women in my experience it really does depend on the individual I've talked about Jayla Corian's video in the past. She is a YouTuber and Kevin Samuels made a video about her being a high value woman and her struggles finding a man on her level. And she responded to that video. One of the things she said was as a successful, I've mentioned this before, but one of the things she said was as a successful wealthy woman, she always got told to date up, to date older. And she said the same thing that I said, like it ain't much different up here, (laughs) like Men in their 30s, 40s, and up come with more baggage. Most of them have kids. They have baby mamas. They've been divorced. They're separated. Um, They could be married and still separated. They might have more life experience, maturity, and sometimes they're more stable. But I know mature, successful, and stable men in their 20s, and so I'm not very particular or dead set on a man having to be a certain age. If that's something that you weigh really heavily on, I recommend making sure that you still put an emphasis on their character, how they act, what they do, what's their emotional maturity, more so than looking at just their age. Again, gender roles can cause some conflict, but it's all about what you want. In that same um, Jayla Corian video, she made a statement talking, like I said, about being a high value woman and she makes a lot of money, but she said she is unwilling to pay any bills, like any of the bills for the house, any at all. And she's a millionaire. She's killing it on social media. But a man paying the bills is a standard and a preference for her. And she's in her 20s. So like I said, don't assume that just because it's 2023, it's not 1950. Because women have more resources and things are more untraditional and different. Don't think or assume that people no longer have traditional views and values. So just like I said, it's all about personal preference. There's no one size fits all when it comes to dating. So you really, really have to focus on the individual person when you are dating and when you're meeting new people because everyone is so different regardless of their age. So you have to define and categorize, literally write these things out. If you have to, you can make actual boxes and write what your absolute deal breakers are, what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not willing to settle for. Your deal breakers and what you're not willing to settle for can be the same thing. They can overlap, but you really have to get clear about what you want. So you're not just wasting time and wasting other people's time when it comes to entertaining a relationship. And remember that all of your non-negotiables and compromises are preferences. People are not bad if they don't meet your preferences. Like if a guy drives a certain car and that's a deal breaker for you, it doesn't make him a bad person. You just have your preferences and that's fine, but don't waste his time trying to change him or fit your ideal image. If he loves his car and doesn't want to buy a new one, and you can't be caught dead in his car (laughs) and like if that's a really big deal for you that's your preference and there's nothing wrong with him or with you y'all just might not be right for each other and that's fine I know that's a shallow example but things like that that does happen like that is a reality a lot of times people go into relationships with expectations and their perfect image and then try to change the person so that 
they can become that fantasy and then they get hurt when the other person is themselves. So be very honest with yourself and with whoever you're talking to about what it is that you really want. It'll save you and them many, many years of tension. Be upfront, be open, be honest. Another thing a lot of people ask about is where to meet guys or women, men or women, whatever you're looking for. For me personally, I'll always prefer meeting men in person to online. I have seen successful relationships from dating apps. It's just not my personal preference. I think going to places like going to the bar or going to a party or like with the sole purpose of wanting to meet your soulmate will like make it take longer to happen when you only go places to meet the love of your life like it can give off desperation it can give off low vibrational energy you want to be so happy living your life doing your own thing enjoying your own company being with your friends whatever that you're not even looking for it it's like that old saying once you stop looking is when whatever you're looking for shows up when you're living your life and just going about your business, that person, let that person show up naturally. It doesn't have to be at a bar. Remember, you can literally meet people wherever other people are. Like it can be the most random places, the market, Starbucks, the gym, on a trip, on a walk, church, friend, friend of a friend, at a game, like literally anywhere you go, just go about your life and let things happen naturally. If you are on the app, you can still do the same thing. Take your time and get to know them. Be clear about what you're looking for. If it's just a hookup, be clear about that. If you want forever, be clear about that too. Enjoy your life right now make you happy now, figure out the life that you want, and remember to let things progress and happen naturally without trying to force things or make things happen that just sometimes are not meant to be. Make sure that you are actually open to a relationship if that's what you want. A lot of times people say that they want Um, say that that's what they want but they get into a relationship and they don't want to do relationship things and that's fine but be honest about it there's a quote um a quote that says married people problems are actually single people problems because you can't do everything that you did while you were single once you're in a relationship that does not mean that your life won't be amazing and fun but it'll it will be different, especially if you want kids. Really think about everything that comes with having a family and the type of partner, parent, spouse you want to be. Think about are there things you need to work on, things you need to change about yourself or your life to really be that person you want to be. I know a lot of people who only think about the wedding, not the marriage, who only think about a baby shower and giving birth and buying cute baby clothes, not about raising kids for a whole 18 plus years. While you're dating or in a single season, it's not the time to be bored or to be restless or to be impatient. You have work to do before you can get in that relationship, before you can get that ring or make that proposal or have those kids. Focus on what you need to do to be the best version of yourself for your future. Do you need therapy so you don't put the responsibility of hand of handling your trauma on someone else or so you don't put that on your kids if you have them or when you have them um what do your finances need to look like your credit your living situation your mental health 
your physical health. When was your last doctor's appointment? Again, especially if you want kids, knowing your fertility. This is for men and women because women get all of the blame when it when it comes to not having kids. But it's a lot of men who can't produce. And sometimes you don't know that unless you're going to the doctors and taking care of yourself and getting yourself checked out. And I'm saying this especially for my black community because our physical health seems to always get neglected and our mental health too. And so don't um, wait to till you start, you know, till you're in a relationship until you want to have kids to make sure that you're taking the necessary steps that you need to before you're in that position. Like <clears throat> the sooner you start, you know, the more pr- prepare yourself now, basically, is what I'm saying. And you don't want to start families carrying all this weight, like literal and metaphorical metaphorical weight and baggage because you didn't deal with healing what you needed to heal while you had the time to take care of it being single is not a waste of time you have work to do a lot of times we have such an obsession with wanting to be with someone else because we think being with them will fix all of our problems and um and then I've seen this happen, then get mad at them for not being the therapist, the healer, the psychologist, the best friend, the mother, father that we needed them to be when that's not their job. Keep your expectations in dating realistic and remember that fixing you is no one's responsibility but yours. Make sure you're looking for a partner and not a parent. I've dated some men who were looking for mothers, not wives. (laughs) Do not let society make you think that only women have daddy issues. A lot of brothers have serious mommy issues too. Work on yourself instead of trying to jump into someone else's life and then be mad when they can't give you what you need or didn't give to yourself. Remember to do the work that you need to do for you before taking that into a situation with someone else. Like if you're bad with money now, marrying a millionaire is not going to make you wealthy. It's not going to make you good with money. It's going to bring your bad money habits into somebody else's wallet and it'll cause an even bigger issue. If you're unhappy with your life now, the most unhealthy thing to do is to become dependent on someone else to make you happy. The person you're with should add to your happiness and should make you happy. But if they, if them doing it, like when they don't do it, it shouldn't ruin your life because you should always be doing that for yourself anyway. If they can't make you happy, it's your decision to leave or to stay. But you can't make anyone do things for you or treat you how you need them to. Some people don't know how to, some people can't, and some people don't have the capacity to even when they love you. Remember that you can love someone but not be good for them, and that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Find ways and things that make you happy now so that you're not wasting the time that you have, that none of us gets back. I've said this before, but you do not want to look back on your life or look back on your 20s or however old you are and say, I wish I had more fun or enjoyed life or I hadn't, uh, I wish I enjoyed life more and hadn't been so focused and obsessed with being in a relationship that I missed out on living my life to the fullest during a time when I had so much freedom and youth and energy and not as many responsibilities and, you know, the world was completely open. Don't waste too much time in your own head or in your own feelings. Live your life. Be present. Don't be so focused on what you want your future to be that you miss out on your life right now. You also want to have your own life because you don't want to have desperate, needy, dependent energy in a relationship. It's not good to get super consumed by another person and have all of your identity wrapped up in someone else 
or lose yourself in someone else because you're so reliant or infatuated with them that they just take over your whole life. You have to have your own life. And I've also said this before too, just because you're single does not mean you're not in relationships. Don't isolate yourself from friends and family. Be a part of a community, make new friends. Just because you're not in a relationship also does not mean that there is nothing for you to do. Like I said before, you have so much work to do. There are still things you're supposed to be doing, friends to make, people to love. I believe in timing. I believe whatever you do or don't have in your life is there because you are or are not ready for it. If you're struggling, going back to the breakup, like I was talked about in the beginning, if you're struggling or going through a breakup or heartbreak, remember that is for your own good. If that person is supposed to be in your life, they would be. And they're not in your life because they're not supposed to be anymore. It is truly for the best, even if it doesn't look or feel like it. Overall, guys, just make sure that you're having fun, especially if you're in your 20s. Life is literally just getting started. There is no need to rush anything. No matter how old you are, work on yourself. None of us should ever be bored. We have so much to do. Even if it's like just going to sleep, like naps are productive. I'm going to put that on a shirt. Like get clear and specific about what you want, what you don't want, what you're willing to compromise on, what your non-negotiables are. Remember to pray, keep God first. Who you spend your life with is a big deal. And so running it by God before getting in too deep is a really good idea. Keep God in the dating loop with you. Don't be too hard on yourself when things don't work out. Don't let other people make you feel horrible when crazy things happen and don't be afraid of rejection. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so go for it if you really want to. None of us really knows what we're doing anyway. <laughs> like, If nothing else, you'll end up with a funny story to tell your friends. Don't settle for things you really, really don't want just to say that you have someone. It is not worth it in the long run. Life is too short. You deserve to be happy. Fight for your fairy tale. Create the life that you want, regardless of having someone with you or not. Always be honest with yourself and whoever you're dating and communicate and be mature. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you are following this podcast and have this saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also come find me on the new social media app called Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. I love creating content on there. It's so much fun. It's like Pinterest mixed with the vlog, mixed mixed with old Instagram. It's really focused on pictures, which I love more than anything. I love taking pictures more than posting videos. That is the word lemon, the number eight. And you can find me there at Mara P. Sullivan. Remember, no matter how crazy or chaotic life might be for you right now, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.